Um, hi, I'm the introvert Bob. No, okay, let me be a little more energetic. <laughs> yeah, today's a sleepy day. Yeah, it Let's is. talk about how sleepy Sundays are after we yeah. do these intros. Um, hi, I'm the introvert Bobby. And Wait, I'm oh. the... What? I just felt like that was loud. Hi, I'm the introvert Bobby. <laughs> and I'm the extrovert Sabrina. And this is Tap, the ambivert podcast. Yeah. What? How does our music go? It's like... I can hear it in my head, but I can't make it be sounds. It's like, uh, oh, what is it like? Hold on. It's like, oh, I can't. I that was to, good. That was close. I need to hear it, and then I can act. Like, it's like, no. Listen I, to it really quick. So Sunday's lazy, sleepy day. Yeah, Sundays suck. Yeah. I fucking hate Sundays. That's why I usually always work on them, because even when I was a kid, there's like nothing on TV. But I feel like that makes your Saturday into a Sunday. Yeah. Do not you agree? No, it does, but I don't know. For some reason, like... I mean, it makes it... (laughs) Sundays. It does turn my Saturday into a Sunday because then I have to start work the next yeah. day. But I don't know. Like, Sundays are just so boring. Like, nothing's open that late. No one's doing That's anything. True. There's nothing. When I was a kid, there was nothing ever on. It was just, like, the most boring day of the week. Like, can we stop with the shit closing early on Sunday? Yeah. Like, I'm over it. It's like things open later on Sunday that close earlier on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like, I almost would rather... Do it on Friday. <laughs> no, don't no, do no. it on Friday. Well, no, give, but us, like, give me days off on Friday. Like, yeah, or like make it a Monday or something because then it's like during the week and like whatever, fuck it. Or like I would almost rather that like n- like everything was just closed all day on Sunday so I wouldn't even get my hopes up of yeah. going anywhere because that's what always happens is I'm like, oh my God, I should go do this. And then I check the time and it's six o'clock, which means it does not exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, it's not hot, though. We don't have to talk about sweat. That's true. I mean, I'm sweating a little bit, but... <laughs> this whole episode will not be about sweating, but I feel oh, like here it comes, we're going to have to mention sweat at least once per episode now. Yeah. Yeah, today was really nice, though. It was a really nice day. Very cool. Breezy. Easy, easy breezy. Ooh, it's like I'm in a windstorm. <laughs> My mom. Uh, sorry. <laughs> ooh, my mom put so much um, hairspray in her hair that my dad's always like, "It's wind tunnel tested," because it doesn't really move. Oh, oh, her wind. hair's wind tunnel tested. Yeah, gotcha. The hairspray is wind tunnel tested. Ha- they tested the hairspray in a wind tunnel. <laughs> it still sprays. <laughs> Just really fast because of the wind. I feel boring today. Me too. I'm just like always sleepy. Jeez. We should do ASMR because we're really sleepy today. 
ASMR because we need to be funny. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. It kind of creeps me out, mostly. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like too, like I feel like some, it just feels like someone's in my ear and I don't want them to be. I don't think I've ever had an experience where someone whispered to me and it was pleasant. I don't like whispering sweet nothings. Like that's never happened to yeah. me. It's always like someone be like, hey, can you shut the fuck up? Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> I was literally going to like, like, shut your fuck up. Or like up. my mom angrily was like, you're fucking lucky you are in public right now because I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But like she would definitely be like, you need to behave better because we're in public right now. And then yeah. I'd be like, God damn it. So like whispering, I feel like I'm in like in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to, when I was a kid, I used to like hide whenever we would go into a department store. In the clothing racks In the clothing racks. And she used to get so fucking mad at me. And like, I think it reached a point where like, I think she just kind of wanted me to get lost forever because I kept doing it so often. I think she almost wanted to like teach me a lesson. Like, I'm going to leave the store and you'll still be here and I won't care. Yeah. Oh. Well, I remember, I remember as a kid, I was always like, it's like a maze. But yeah. like, obviously your parents are like, please don't run off. I don't want you to be abducted right now. It's like, this is almost why I don't think I could have kids because I don't understand how you can keep track of them once they can run around on their own. Yeah. My parents used to have, um, they used to call it a leash. It was like, oh my God, uh, like phone cord esque cord that would like strap to like both of your wrists. Like your wrist like and then your handcuffs? parents' wrist. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying no, they like put you would, in handcuffs. They put me in handcuffs. No, it, because <laughs> uh, like there was like the state fair in New York, which was huge. Oh. And obviously they didn't want to carry me around for the whole thing. Yeah. So like they would basically, it was like a strap you'd wear and then they would wear the other strap. And it was like a phone cord yeah. type thing connecting the two of you. Yeah. So like when you ran off, they would be able to find you. And I remember they said that. My oldest sister used to like run off so much that they like wrapped it around her belt because oh she would like God. take it off her wrist. She would take it off. Yeah. yeah. That's like, I mean, yeah, I've seen, they got like backpacks now. Mm-hmm. Those are the new leashes for kids. There's like a leash attached to the backpack part. It's like a monkey and the tail's the leash. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you can make it cute as much as you want. Still a leash. And like, I'm, you know what? Honestly though, like I get it. <laughs> like yeah. the amount that I ran off as a kid, I probably needed a leash. Just makes me think of uh, those people when we were at dinner the other day who were talking about like chipping Mm. children. Microchipping. Yeah. One of the people was like, oh, like, so it's like GPS. They'll be able to find you. It's like, no, that's not how it works. No. It doesn't like emit a signal. They're not putting a GPS in you. Would you ever get microchipped? No, I don't think I need to. Yeah. Well, I feel like I don't have, like, if I were ever incapacitated, well, maybe, I don't know, because I'm allergic to amoxicillin, but Mm. I don't, no, I don't know. I don't think I need it. What if you died somewhere and your head got eaten (laughs) off? (laughs) Okay. I'm gone. Does it matter? (laughs) Yeah, but would you want your family to be able to, like, get the body back? Mm. Um, get closure. Yeah. Uh... I'm dead, though, so, like, it's not my problem. <laughs> Would you? Um, what are the benefits of microchipping? Just that, like, like yeah, what, what like, information goes on there? Like, your name? I think it's, like, your name, maybe your address, and then also, like, medical information, maybe, mm. like, insurance or something. 
just like stuff like that like i think it's maybe for like mostly for like doctors with like yeah if you come in incapacitated and they don't know who you are or something yeah i mean i guess i'd do it yeah if it was like free yeah be like yeah whatever make me half of a cyborg do it have you seen that guy who like he basically put like a phone in his arm it what mm-hmm. wait what yeah he's like an artist it's like he basically it like it looks like oh wait I'll i say. feel like i've heard of this did you hear about that motherfucker grew an ear on his arm and put a listening device in it for Ew. no other reason than art no hey this is sabrina and bobby's art corner with don't do this dumbass shit oh yeah i forgot we have no internet Mmm, delicious. I wish I could snack while I was doing a podcast. Do you guys want to hear me eat some cheeses? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, ooh, experimenting with bio chip implants. It is so fucking gross looking. But this is a. And he can make calls? Uh, well, maybe, uh, it might not be a phone. <coughs> it might just be like. Let's see, hold on computer chip implant that can record and transmit his biometric data combined in a combined in a seal box wait okay let me fucking learn how to read first you want me to read it no i need to get better at it okay um so it's here that i met up with biohacker tim cannon and followed along as he got what is likely the first ever computer chip implant that can record and transmit his biometrical data Combined in a sealed box with a battery that can be wirelessly charged, it is not a small package. And as we saw, Cannon had it implanted directly under his skin by a fellow biohacking enthusiast, not a doctor, and without anesthesia. Hmm. Yuck. You're gonna hate it. Oh, oh, why? That looks bad. It's literally like, it looks like a phone is under his skin. Yeah, it literally looks like he like unzipped his forearm and shoved a phone under there. Oh my god, all I can think about is that he's gonna like bump that on something and it's gonna like fucking rip open his skin. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's unnecessary. I don't know the benefits of having that. I don't think there are any benefits to that. Yeah, like you're gonna always have a fucking square under your arm. Ugh. Oh, there's a light in there. That's fun. Yeah, I mean, you know, chase your bliss. But if anyone told me I needed to unzip my forearm and stick a cell phone in there, I'd say no. Hello. Look at the motherfucker that put an ear on his arm. I just need you to see it. Hey, dude that put an ear on his arm, if you're listening, like, unnecessary. I don't think you needed to do that. Sucky. That's so weird. And I think there's like some sort of listening device under there too. I don't know. Yeah. Rem- yep. Remote listening device. How do we? Oh, chipping children. Yeah. That's how we got here. You gonna put a microchip in your arm? You might as well put a whole fucking cell phone. They can pull out the cell phone from your arm and they can look through the photos and be like, "Oh, I know her." <laughs> i'm back (laughs) bobby had an orgasm real quick no i didn't it's just stretching so last night Mm -hmm. uh we went to go to this bar that has pinball and it's always funny when like 
I always feel like you're telling me something, but I'm like, oh, you're telling right. the people that's listening. Yeah. Um, hello, audience. Last night, Bobby and I did things. And wait, no, <laughs> that sounds weird. Don't include yeah, that. Yeah, we in did. <laughs> no. <laughs> wait, I don't want that in the podcast. Um, so we went to a bar that has like pinball and a bunch of other games there. And there are two things I want to mention. First of all, there's a hunting game. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where they put it in the corner because I think they knew that, like, no one in Portland really enjoys hunting games. But I think every once in a while, some, like, people from northern Maine come down and maybe want to play these shooting games. So yeah. they have it, like, tucked into the corner. And there's really... And they have, like, this long-ass rifle that you're supposed to use to shoot. And... Like, the length of the rifle, like, if you hold it up, it basically pushed your back into another game that was right behind it. So there was, like, no room to play it, but, like, we were like, let's try this. And it was the weirdest shooting game I've ever played. It was like you had to, like, hit it in a very specific area, and you, like... In the heart or the head. In the heart or the head. It was, like, I... I started to feel like really bad. Like I purposefully didn't want to do a good job on this game. And then there was just, honestly, there was like no room to even play it. And I was like, this, this isn't fun. So that was the first bad choice of the night. Or we had to, and then we had to like, (laughs) just like murder a bunch of doves. Oh yeah. They were like, shoot as many doves as you can. Yes. But it's like, I, that reminded me of that old game for, um, the original Nintendo called duck hunt. Did you ever play that one? Mm Mm-mm. It was like you literally you just had like a little gun and then it was like these ducks would fly up on the screen. You had to like shoot them. And I don't know. I still don't know how that controller worked because it was almost like it was like a Wii game before the Wii existed, like a long time before it existed, Mm -hmm. because you literally just pointed the gun and you shot. And it used to fascinate me as a kid. But I realized that now that I'm older, I don't like shooting innocent animals for fun. Even fake ones. Yeah, even fake ones. I just felt too bad about it. And then the best part of the night, though, was we realized that they were playing Bob Ross mm, on the TV. Mm-hmm. It's a video game. <laughs> yeah, I wish. No, and that that was what I wanted to talk about is I think, honestly, I was thinking about this last night. I really do think they need to make a Bob Ross video game because how dope would it be to be able to, like, watch a Bob Ross video and then you have to, like, make it alongside him? And it would be one of those games that it's, like, you don't it, there's no like real scoring yeah. so it's like one of those just kind of like feel good fun games and you yeah. would follow along and at the end they would like match yours up with bob ross's to like see how well you did that would be so fun i would play the fuck out of that game and then regardless like if he made like a cabin in the woods and you just did like a stick figure house yes. with like a weird tree in the back <laughs> a stick figure house a stick figure house <laughs> Uh, stick figures just like top, like pyramiding on top of yeah, each other yeah. to make a house. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just like, you can make whatever you want. That's okay. A yeah. plus for me. He's like, yes, this is a, you took a good journey today. Yeah. And I'm like, thank you, Bob. And that was what was so funny about it. It was like we had reached a point where we were kind of done playing like pinball or whatever. And we yeah. were like, what should we do? And then we like just kind of like sat at this table and watched Bob Ross for a full 20 minutes. Yeah. And these fucking tall people like came in front of us. Stood in our way. And I was like, hi, I'm clearly watching a show. Can you please play any of (laughs) the other pinball games that are not in front of this TV right now? Yeah. Oh, and there was like one guy, he like looked at us. He looked at the TV screen and he like clearly acknowledged that we were watching Bob Ross and then like stood in our way anyway. Yeah. 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 Mm. 
I'm like, excuse me? I'm trying to watch this motherfucker build a waterfall out of yeah. nothing, and you're going to stand in front of me right now? You really think that's cool? I mean, really, though, that was a good painting he did last night. It was. I also, I like, before he started putting any trees or anything in it, just, like, where it was, like, this mm, weird, this like, atmospheric. atmospheric egg shape yes. with, like, yeah, it was, like, this, like, brown egg on top of, like, white. And it was just, like, blended yeah. and, like... It, yeah, it was nice. And then, I mean, here's the thing about Bob Ross. If you haven't watched any of his videos, you, like, I don't, I don't know what you're doing with your life. You need to go do that right now. Like, pause this, go watch Bob Ross, and then come back. And so here's the thing. It always starts out, and you're like, what the fuck yeah. is mm-hmm. he making? Like, it looks like nothing for at least... 10 minutes yeah and then all of a sudden he's like okay we're gonna pull out this brush now and we're gonna put some of this yellow ochre on here and then we're just gonna dab the canvas and then all of a sudden this like fucking world comes to life and there's like layers of trees and like bushes and he's like here's a happy little squirrel and like this whole world comes out of fucking nothing and it's my favorite thing in the entire universe Mm -hmm. is watching bob ross create this ridiculously cheesy landscape that ends up looking beautiful and perfect yeah well yeah and the painting he did last night where it was like the vignette so he like yes he like peeled off like this layer on top of the canvas and like like like, revealed this perfect oval of like a painting Mm -hmm. it's like oh my god it's like truly a magical experience yeah i remember my um art teacher in high school he was like yeah, well, if you like, if you get up close to those, they're like actually really bad. <laughs> but I mean, it's kind of true though, because like he'll be doing something, and you're like, okay, I kind of see it, and then the camera zooms out, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I see it now. Yeah, but it's like, it's who like gives a fuck? Honestly, like I would love, like if I ever become a rich person, I would love to fill my house with Bob Ross originals. Yeah, like I fucking love those Bob Ross originals and velvet paintings. Yes, I fucking love velvet paintings. If you've never seen a velvet painting in person like you can't this one you can't google you need to like go to your local goodwill and search through their art trash pile because there's probably a velvet painting in there and they're fucking amazing i love them so much because the best part of a velvet painting is when someone else sees it and they're like oh like interesting like what's the deal with this painting i'm like touch it (laughs) (laughs) like okay and then they touch it and it's made of fucking velvet that's my favorite thing about those paintings is you grow up learning you never touch a painting even though it's paint you're not gonna hurt it that much anyway (laughs) someone's gonna get so mad that i said that and then you see a velvet painting and you're encouraged to touch it because it's literally made of velvet and it's amazing that's been sabrina's art corner (laughs) bob ross and velvet paintings i just there's something about like art that people like, I feel like Bob Ross and, like, Velvet Painting, they're, like, it's really kitschy, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of kitschy art that I don't like, but there's also something so, like, fabulous about it. I think it's also yeah. just really, like, nostalgic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I remember, too, like, a lot of the, like, the way that Bob Ross was painting, I remember in my painting classes, they were like, don't ever do that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, how the else are you going to fucking make leaves if you don't fucking yeah. dab the brush on the canvas? Paint each fucking leaf. Yeah. like I'm Or like, you're I'm, not a real painter. Yeah. Like, I have no time. I don't care. And, like, Bob Ross is just like... Yeah, yeah. And it's beautiful. Yeah. I'm like, fucking let me do it. Yeah. 
I was like, do you remember that show? Um, so Bobby and I used to work at the ICA at Mecca in Portland. Oh, yeah. And there was that show where it was the um, inmates from the main state prison, I think, mm-hmm. had um, submitted their artworks anonymously. So it didn't say yeah. who did what, but they got to put all their, their work into the show in the ICA. And um, Daniel Fuller was a curator at the time, and he was telling me that they all learned to paint from Bob Ross videos. And like so many of the paintings were like, they were actually like really great. And like, I really enjoyed because they were mostly landscapes. But he brought up a good point that like, you could tell that they had learned from Bob Ross because anytime they deviated from doing some sort of a landscape, you could tell that they had no idea how to paint those kinds of things so like someone had put like two deers into one of their landscapes they didn't look like deer yeah yeah. (laughs) and like their their proportions were all wrong but like the landscape that they were on was like beautiful and it was like it was one of the most interesting shows i think i had ever seen Hmm. it was really cool yeah but yeah i fucking i love bob ross i don't care He's a good thing to just, like, you just put him on, and you can just, like, zone out and, like, relax, like, watch someone make a pretty painting. I don't think I could ever paint at the same time as him, because I Mm. would get too, like, frustrated. I'd be like, you're going too fast. Hold on. Well, what I never understood was, like, that used to be on, like, public access, right? Mm -hmm. Or, like, it used to be on TV. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the idea of, like, he used to be, like, and I'm going to list the paints below, and then be, like, ochre, white, brown, blue, and I'd be, like, I can't... how are you even going to pull those out of your box in time? Yeah. So, like, were people, like, recording it and then doing it later? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, because he goes so fast. There's yeah. no way. We should. We should do an episode where we, like, do a Bob Ross mm. uh, show yeah. recap. Yeah. <laughs> a recap would be yeah. good. Yeah. And then he just, like, he painted a <laughs> waterfall. <laughs> and then he did that some more. Yeah. And it was beautiful. There was a part in the waterfall, though, where, like, he did the first stroke, and I was like, that's a good waterfall. And then he, like, made a rock, and I was like, oh. And then he did another stroke, so it was like the rock was in the middle of the waterfall, and I was like, oh, oh my God, I shouldn't have doubted you. That's the thing about Bob Ross is, like, he'll do something every once in a while where you're like, you fucked it all up. But then, like, he'll do something to fix it, and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry, dude. You made it so much better. Yeah, you made it. It was like, it's even better now. I should have trusted you. Yeah. I can't I stop what, talking about it. I wonder what one of his, like, if he did a portrait would look like or a still life. I think. And not oh, do, no, like, just something yeah. from um, imagination landscape land. Yeah. <laughs> he, um, there was an episode, because I think I had that same thought where I was like, what would it, if he tried to do a portrait, what would that look like? Yeah. And I Thank went you. on YouTube and it was like Bob Ross portrait. And I was like, oh. And yes. then I opened it. He had, like, brought in another artist oh. to show people how to do portraiture. Oh, wow. Yeah. I wonder how that came out. Yeah, I don't really remember. Because I was like, oh, this isn't <laughs> what I was looking for. Because I feel like it takes a while to, like, paint a portrait. Mm-hmm. You have to, like, build mm-hmm. the face and, like, get the light right. And also, I always thought it was so crazy that, like, he just could do a whole painting in a 30 minutes. Well, because... he does them twice. Oh, he does. So he does the first one, and then that's the one they show at the beginning of the episode. Oh, okay. And then he does it again to show you how oh. he did it. Oh, okay. So he's not exactly doing it on the spot. Like right. he is kind of like he's recreating one he's already done, but yeah. still to like do an entire painting in 20 minutes is yeah. insane. Well, I was, I was like, how do you like the paint's still wet? How is it not like muddying together and like getting fucked up? Like I yeah. always, like I always hated when I was painting that I would like 
do a stroke and then I'm like, all right. And I have to wait until tomorrow <laughs> to paint over that. Yeah. I really hated that about oil. I, I did not enjoy that. I couldn't paint over my fuck ups. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or you just like wipe it away. And I'm like, well then that means I didn't do anything today. Build it a little bit. I didn't get anything on my thing. So I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. If you like our podcast, please rate and subscribe it on iTunes and leave us a comment. Give us some suggestions of what you guys want to hear, what you're liking. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to follow us on social media, um, the easiest way to do it is if you just go to our website, tappodcast.com. Yeah, thank you to your Kim Crude for the use of our theme song, Rock Angel. It's available on SoundCloud. It's really good. Yeah, so thank you for listening. I'm Sabrina. I'm Bobby. And this has been the Ambervert Podcast. Bye. Bye.